Hi, and welcome to Influence Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and award-winning influence marketing agency helping brands grow since 2014. This is your bi-weekly podcast to learn on the latest consumer behavior, innovative marketing strategies, and of course, all things in influence marketing in right around 15 minutes. In this week's episode, we're going to chat with Sara Aman, expert within digital marketing, helping brands become more efficient in working within communication through digital media, social media, content, and online PR. Hi, Sarah, and welcome to the podcast. I am so happy to have you here on this episode. Hi, Frida. Thanks for having me. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. I know both you and I have experienced somewhat of a cold the past days, but it's the season of that. So at least we were uh, timed on it so we could record when we were both feeling better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, Sarah, let's deep dive into the questions. So AI has seen a remarkable development recently, and I don't think anyone have missed that. Can you describe the progress made in applying AI across all the various media like text, images, video and audio? Yeah, so it's almost over a year now that ChatGPT was released by OpenAI. And I think what we saw then was like a generative AI exploding and everyone to go deeper into it. And if you look at what uh, OpenAI is and what ChatGPT provides us with, it's like conversation, mainly using texts. Uh, so everything around that evolves around text. Uh, but now we're seeing more like image generation, video generation, even a lot happening in audio as well. Uh, so I think 2024 will be, we'll see a great progress when it comes to other formats, just than text as well. Yeah, I think everyone here who listens have used or are using ChatGPT, uh, mm. which has been very useful for many different cases and industries. And I'm super excited to see what the next steps are during 2024. And I think a lot, as you said, we, will happen like things we can't imagine, uh, we can take help from AI uh, in yeah. the end of this year. And I think like a lot is happening every week now. It's hard to keep up. Yeah, definitely. But in your opinion, what are the essential AI tools among all the ones that exist uh, that both businesses and individuals should consider um, and should consider using this year, like in the beginning of 2024? So from sophisticated technologies to more like user-friendly app that you can use like as an everyday person. Yeah, uh, of course, we've met mentioned the uh, chat GPT. I think that's a great all-round tool. It can do a lot of things just like uh, bouncing ideas with it, strategic ones, just creative ones. Of course, also for personal use, we have seen that a lot, like planning trips and solving problems just as a conversational partner really and you can also of course in uh, with chat gpt also analyze a lot of data uh, analyze come up with questions around your data and a lot of things like that so chat gpt is really essential i will all uh, i usually like encourage people to also try on bard google's bard because 
you get somewhat different answers. It's almost the same, but Bard have uh, a different personality and also can provide you with different kinds of answers as, as well. And that is when it comes to text. Then we have a lot of image uh, uh like generative uh, tools as well, of course. Dolly, uh, that it's in included in ChatGPT, is is one of them. My favorite one is Midjourney. It's also probably a tool that you heard a lot of. It's a quite high threshold to get on to Midjourney because you need to use uh, the platform Discord. But once you get started, I think that's the almost the favorite one uh, when it's come to generating. Uh, images from text. However, the one I'm using the most right now, especially if, yeah, within like larger marketing departments, is Adobe's Firefly. Have you tried that one out? I, I have been into it and looked around, but I haven't like had some proper user case for it yet. But tell me more. Yeah. So uh, since Adobe is something that most marketing or even creative professionals uh, are using right now. Uh, I think that's the tool we maybe use the most. Uh, it, within Photoshop, you can see like there's a new tool called Generative Fill. That's something that you can use for pictures that you already have right now, just editing them and uh, in, in in a more easy way, accessible for more like I'm not a I'm more of a technical marketer analytics. I like data a lot, so I'm not a creative one. But with by using these tools, Photoshop have become more accessible to me as well. But with Firefly, you could also generate uh, images from text as well. And I think since you are already paying for that license, uh, I think most people will use uh, that one when it comes uh, the upcoming months maybe. But Midjourney is one of the ones I prefer the most. And when it comes to video, of course, there's a lot of things happening there. One of many favorites is Runway, uh, where you can go from having still pictures, uh, making them more animated. Uh, so that's quite fun as well. Uh, of course, uh, what else? A lot of things happening when it comes to, to generating audio. I think ByteDance, the founder of TikTok, is one leading that right now amongst with Google and, and YouTube, implementing their, that into their platforms such as YouTube and TikTok, of course. So, yeah, it's easy to name drop a lot of tools, I think, when it comes to this. Yeah, and it's super cool, like with doing still images to animated videos. And as you said, like the audio, uh, I, I've seen a couple of user cases where you don't even have to like know a language, uh, but you can just like change the language on a person to, so we could basically talk French and it would look like we're actually talking French with our voice and it makes our lips move as we're talking French. So it doesn't look different yeah and it's amazing that you can all like it's only to log into these programs so i think caption the tool caption which we have used for for actually creating captions are doing that right now so it's less like click and apply and it's happening yeah it's it's super fun and i think it's important to like keep track of what is happening just like even if you are more like 
uh, marketing towards like data and so, but also towards the creative side. I think everyone can find some tools that will support them in their daily work, um, like for inspiration or so, but also for like summarizing text and more like basic tasks. Yeah, I think a good way of working is looking at everything you do, if, either if you're a creator or a marketer, like what is it that I can automate uh, or like need get some help with? Where can I be more effective? Where can I apply AI? And if, if you look at that, there are probably a lot of things that you find quite boring. Now we are, as we mentioned, like getting captions to your videos. It's like a no-brainer using the caption app. Uh, but still, there is a lot of things uh, a lot of more things to be done. Editing, for example. Uh, why not use the AutoCut or something like that uh, just to get started, at least? Yeah. So considering the impact of AI on social media, you mentioned TikTok is one of the... Uh, or TikTok ByteDance is uh, leading. Um, what roles do you think AI will play for platforms like TikTok and Instagram in the future, especially in terms of like user experience for their regular users. Yeah, and I think these platforms have been using AI for quite some time now. But I think what AI does is actually making more people, uh, it, it making content creation accessible to more people, I would say. So a lot of people can, can like get higher quality of the platforms. Then of course, comes the problem of or like uh, stigma of like okay what kind of content will we see will it will all be AI generated and that's where I think creativity will be a much more appreciated uh, form of uh, like art or like skill of course uh, but I think like what it will do first is just to increase the, the quality level of all content on these platforms. Yeah. And also the algorithms in where we get recommended content and also ads. And so like how relevant is relevant enough and how relevant is too relevant so that we feel like personal integrated with like, okay, this content is, it's scary that TikTok yeah. or Instagram pushes this content to me. And where's the balance in that? But I think AI probably will help solve that because what we've seen in the past now, it's like it, the, the, the thing that they are struggling with the most is like finding relatable subjects or uh, things to like recommend, not only like yeah. the field of that you're already scrolling in, but, but recommending the right stuff to you. And by yeah. being able to use more data to find that out, uh, if you took, take a video, for example, there's a lot of unstructured data there. Uh, there we can get a lot of information and now that we can handle all this uh, data uh, I think hopefully will improve because I think uh, we're like getting sick of seeing the same thing all the time right yeah yeah but I really like like TikTok's algorithm have been very like quick and in the forefront compared to Instagram which is now catching up more and more but you could watch like one second longer in one video and then the next video or two videos later you get a uh, content that is related to that and maybe yeah. it's a new topic so that's where you notice it very quickly um, yeah. that it's recommending but it's very smart uh, i really appreciate it because like you know as a consumer you hate getting content or commercials or ads or 
just content from people that you don't know uh, that is not relevant. You get tired of the platform and then it's harder to keep users on it. Yeah. I think uh, Instagram and the meta platforms have a hard time to keep up now. I think they're working slower. It's noticeable that they... Like they're in the game much more. The government is much more on them. So they are not improving as much as or innovating as much as TikTok does now or ByteDance does. Uh, so I think uh, that's like my biggest concern for Meta uh, that TikTok is like or ByteDance is pushing all this new functionality to us. But uh, Meta is not keeping up. Yeah. Yeah, and, and as of today, this episode will be released like in a couple of days only. But today there was a uh, a huge uh, debate about TikTok losing a lot of sounds, um, yeah. like a lot of famous songs. So that is also like when you're very heavy on a certain like type of content format that um, that of course backlashes a lot onto the platforms and also the artists. So, but I think that will solve um, because. It's not AI related, but it's very like, they're very in the forefront, but it moves very quickly also back and yeah. forth. But that's m- maybe where they knew their new service, creating AI generated audio, where you can only like describe the song you want to your video, and then it will be generated for you. So wh- why do we need these songs maybe in the future? But of course, yeah, we like that trending audio out, out also. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's interesting, definitely. Uh, but apart from the well-known applications, what would you say are some other exciting and significant uses of AI that we should explore further? Since I work mainly with like larger companies, I can see like their innovation going and I encourage them to use more data. And you could really see that happening now. Like you're exposed to so much more data and you can use this intelligence to actually provide tailored products, for example. One of my favorite uh, companies right now it's a perfume company called no ordinary scent you upload free pictures of yourself and you get recommended a scent tailored for you and i tried this and i'm i'm a somewhat of a scent nerd uh i like um when i got i, I just got the ad and then it, i was like click 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 three pictures this represent me and uh, they tagged my personality and they matched it to their to their data and two days later I actually clicked and bought the perfume uh, without within like a minute or so and two days later I get the perfume and it's my two favorite scent combined so I was really amazed by this and I I think this is a such a good user case where you can see like if you use this all this intelligence that is out there with these AI models and you apply that to your service you can see a lot of impressive things happen and happy customers and more. The technology becomes much more accessible to everyone. So I think that's something I should think more companies should look into. Yeah, that's a very fun and innovative way to use AI and also introduce it to your customers like in a, uh, like it's small steps because I think we also need to like get used to AI and the data and how it's handled, but in a fun and relevant way for ourselves. Yeah. But that's super interesting in that you got the, your two favorite scents combined yeah, in one. That's I insane. think they were, they were spot on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so Sarah, looking ahead, we have a whole year in front of us. How do you envision the future of the AI landscape? 
I think the biggest difference we'll see right now is how we use AI. So now, uh, like the everyday user have become uh, familiar with actually texting and talking to the AI by by typing in the questions that you have. But what we see now is like both audio and video coming into these platforms. So we're looking at more multimodal AI tools. Uh, For example, Facebook or Meta released their Meta Ray-Ban glasses where you can like both look at something and then talk back to the AI and you get like that conversation going. So the future we'll see this upcoming year is not where we'll not only type type talking by typing to the AI will actually be talking like we do right now you and me like in a video conference or something like that so and that uh, lowers the threshold a lot for many people so many much much more people will actually use AI I believe yeah, that's super cool. I saw, I think, was it the Ray-Ban glasses? Because some people started posting like pictures of themselves in the mirror, but you yeah. couldn't see like them holding a phone. So it was, it took me like several pictures before I was like, ah, okay, now I get it. It's the glasses. Yeah. I haven't got a pair myself, but I'm like thinking about it uh, because it will be so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it will be fun to see what uh, this year holds for us and AI. Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining this episode of Influencer Marketing Talks. It was a pleasure having you here. Thank you for having me. Uh, It's always a pleasure talking about how we can use AI to be more creative. Uh, There's a lot of things to be done for everyone, I believe. Yeah. And if our listeners want to find you elsewhere, where can they look? Uh, Everywhere. Just type in Sarah Oman omen with age (laughs) i think you find me on almost all platforms yeah thank you for tuning in to this episode of influencer marketing talks to stay current with our latest podcast episodes the consumer marketing trends and insightful updates on social media and influence marketing make sure if you follow us on our social media platforms at cure media